So we are now on the third book in the Red Queen series. This is King's Cage. And right off the bat, the, this book does something that I think is a little bit cooler than the other two. This book changes perspectives from chapter to chapter between different characters. So let me give you a little bit of an example. Right? So chapter, let's go with, oh, my pages are stuck together, or stuck together. Okay, um, chapter 13 is told from Mare's perspective. But chapter 19 is told from Evangeline's perspective. You get the idea. Um, so <clears throat> um, I have seasonal allergies, unfortunately. So if you hear, if you hear me cough uh, every once in a while, that's, that's why I do apologize for that. Um, I think it's really cool how they switch the perspectives between the characters. They don't do that in the other two, so I like how they do it here. Um, as far as where I place it in terms of ranking between the other books, um, I don't want to. I don't want to rank them as it as terms of most favorite to least favorite until I'm done with all four of the books. But right now, I think my favorite, as of now, is Glass Sword. Now, like I just said, I don't want to make a final decision and make an actual rank of least to most favorite, um, least enjoyable to most enjoyable until I am done with the whole set. Not including Broken Throne, I just mean like the, the main four. Um, I'm saving my judgment until the very end. <clears throat> so this book basically starts off where the last one ended, which was the case for Glass Sword 2. That book started where the, the last one ended. And Mare has been more or less captured by Maven, although she wasn't really captured. She kind of gave herself to him willingly. And the whole first half of the book is basically uh, Mare parading around with Maven as he goes to these different things, these different events and all that stuff. Um, and she's kind of being treated as Maven's puppet or like her little... He, he's, she's kind of be, be, being treated as Maven's pet. And then it also switches on, on the occasion to uh, the perspective of the Scarlet Guard as they try to get Mare out of Maven's prison. And they work on uh, developing their powers even further. Um, a lot of the Scarlet Guard sections are told from the perspective of the character Cameron, and they're told through Cameron's point of view. Um, there's a part where she tries to help her brother, but her brother has kind of turned against her or her brother does not trust her because Maven is given this image of the Scarlet Guard <clears throat> as being this kind of terroristic, murderous, uh, bad people image. So the whole kingdom of Norda kind of has this image of the Scarlet Guard, one that is completely false, it's, it's not true, but Maven kind of paints this image of them in this way. There's also this 
reunion that happens between the Lakelanders and Norda. So there's this war that's been going on for hundreds and thousands of years between the Lakelanders and Norda, but they end this war. <coughs> and... <coughs> and kind of group together um, for their own nefarious purposes. Um, and the lore of Red Queen is, expo is explored further in this book, too. It talks about um, this thing that they call the Calamities. Um, now, it doesn't go into very far detail about it. It goes into some, but not, like, crazy amounts. But they kind of allude to... The Calamities being these nuclear weapons, these kind of bombs, I guess. And for whatever reason, humanity was on the brink of going extinct. And for whatever reason, silver-blooded people emerged. And at first, silver-blooded people were kind of outcasts. And at in this time period where Mare is alive, silvers are seen as gods. They're seen as these all-powerful, like, demigod uh, people. But when they were first found, or they first emerged on the planet, that couldn't be further from the truth. So this lore is kind of expanded upon further. Now, I don't want to make this longer than it has to be. Um, you know, if there's room for a lengthy episode, then I'll definitely give it to you, but I don't want to make these longer than they have to be. So I guess I'll just say my... Ugh, my you see what my hair does? Well, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it, but you, if you're watching the video, do you see what my hair does? I'm not even going to cut this out. Look at this. This is the most annoying thing in the world. I, I brush... I brush... I, I wet it, I do whatever, and it curls down like this. It's the most annoying thing in the world. Any case, I, I'm going to give you my final thoughts. It's a really good book. I, I am pleasantly surprised by this series so far, so far, and I'm really hoping that Warstorm doesn't ruin my thought, my thought of the series, because right now I, I really like it. I think it's good. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews, like I said, but, uh, I don't want to base my opinions on other people's reviews. I'm giving you my review, what I think, and I think they're good books. Are they the best books I've ever read? No, not by a long shot, but I think they're definitely good. And I think that, uh, Aveyard definitely has something going with these books. There's something there. And I know they're also planning on turning the books into movies. I don't know if they're still going through with it, um, what's happening with that, but I know that's something they were either working on or are planning on working on or what's going on with that. Um, but I can't wait. I cannot. I can't wait to see these in movie format. Hopefully they don't ruin them because I feel like, feel like sometimes uh, when movies are turned into, or sorry, when books are converted into movies or adapted into movies, they're just not the same. Um, you know, they take out crucial things. And I get it because, you know, of runtime, they need to cut some things out to make it fit into a movie life. But sometimes I feel like it just ruins the story. They take out things that are important. 
Um, so I don't know. I, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. But overall, I did enjoy the book. I think I'm going to give it... I think I'll give it a 3 out of 5 um, as, as a rating. I'm definitely excited for Warstorm. I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, leave a like, comment down below, and subscribe. Um, if you're listening to the podcast, then subscribe on Apple Podcasts, follow on Spotify, um, or whatever platform you use, um, whatever option they give you. Um, go ahead and do that. Um, of course, all my social media links are down below. <clears throat> so... If you want to like the Facebook page, go ahead and do that. If you want to follow on Twitter or Instagram, uh, go ahead and do that. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening or watching. And until then, bye-bye.